Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. And we're back. We are. Again. Like titties. Episode five. <laughs> it really is like 60 something, if you can believe that. I, mean. I don't know why we ever started counting to begin with. We just eventually said fuck that. Yeah, we just said fuck it because who has time? Um, I am Miss Pearlie. And I am Prince Rogers Nelson. I don't give a fuck if you have to pee. And this is three. Who is Miss Pearlie? Off of uh, Spongebob? No. Wasn't her name Pearl, the driving school instructor? Her name's Mrs. Puff. Oh, Puff. <laughs> and Pearl is Mr. Crab's daughter. Oh, right. Who was a whale. Uh, Miss Pearlie is... Oh, God, forgive me. I can't remember the actress's name. She was... character in, No. Oh. <laughs> she was in um, Friday After Next. You never saw that one. I didn't. So oh, I actually saw know. it once, but I was like, this is not as good as Friday. So. You remember Myra from Martin, though? Myra. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were played. gonna say Mar- uh, Myra from uh, Family Matters. She no, died. Myra from Martin. She played Miss Pearlie in Friday Afternoon. Oh okay, got and it. Had some of my favorite lines and that thick mustache and just so funny. That lady's been funny forever. I'll rewatch it see if I enjoy it, but I didn't way back in the day. I'm sure I own every single one. So okay. Um, I didn't pick anyone with a song. I'm not singing this week. I have a little bit of a cold, so Yeah, you're still here. Here I am. Love you. Show must go on. It must. I know that I usually sound congested anyway. It's probably <laughs> three times worse this week. I'm probably gonna be sniffing. I apologize in advance. Whatever. Everyone will deal. So, um here we go. Yes, let's get this show started. As usual, we can start with um, Black Excellence. Mm -hmm. A ton of you sent me links to this story this past week, and I appreciate it. Um, It's actually three different people, young people, in fact. Young entrepreneurs, starting with Chase Reed. Chase Reed is a 16-year-old young man from Harlem. He's the founder of Sneaker Pond USA, which is the world's first sneaker pond shop. This young man invested around $30,000 worth of shoes to start this business in Harlem. What? I heard he's got like over 300 pairs of sneakers. Um, In his store, he sells new sneakers, shoes that he designed himself, matching hats, keychains, and he plans to finish high school, graduate from college, franchise his store out, and start his own This fool is not even out of high school? 16. Work. Because if it's nothing Harlem niggas love, it's some fucking shoes. That's right. He knew what business to Congratulations. Way to market your market. Right. Also, Maya Penn. Maya Penn is a 14-year-old girl from Atlanta. 
Um, she's the CEO of Maya's Ideas, which is a business she created when she was eight. People used to ask her where she got her clothes from, and she made them herself from biodegradable biodegradable materials, bamboo, get the fuck things like this. Wow. She sells her own designs at Maya's Ideas, such as shirts, hats, scarves, jewelry. Um, 10% of all of her proceeds go to charities around the world. And she has her own nonprofit called Maya's Ideas for the Planet to help the community, to spread environmental awareness, and inspire young girls to follow their dreams. Oh, I love that. Last but not least is Warren, I want to say Cassell Jr., who's a 15-year-old from Montserrat. His first company was a greeting card company where he designed his own graphics. His first. Okay. He's not in the greeting card business anymore, but today... (laughs) Warren invests in hedge funds, private equity, and real estate. Bitch, I can't even spell private equity. Thank you. He also designs and maintains websites for around 50 to 60 clients worldwide. You better get the fuck. He's a published author. You can find a few of his books, like The Farm of Wisdom, on Amazon. And he's shooting his own series called Teen Tycoon. So, for more info on all of these excellent black youths, you can go amazing. to the root.com where I found this story and read much more about them. I had to kind of just compress Condense these. it, yeah. yeah there you amazing, go. though. The these word. teenagers, somebody sent me a link about some girl who's 14 and getting her bachelor's degree. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding? Right. Like, what? Really? Your bachelor's degree? I wish. At 14, I was still worried about who liked me and who didn't, like, in high school. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that was my biggest concern. Yeah. I can't believe these kids are out here just excelling like that. Congratulations, y'all. I love it. Work out. Yes, be better than us. I wish that, you know, I had, like, an eighth Just a little bit. work ethic. (laughs) Like, just a little bit to get me through. Just a slice. But since we don't. Um, okay, so. Celebrities. <laughs> and less inspiring people. I mean, stories. I can't wait. Here's a Robin Thicke update. Oh, girl. <laughs> Robin Thicke, who we talked about last week, after all of you slayed him on social media. <laughs> His album, Paula. Here's the, I didn't even know Paula came out. Of what? The Closet? She's a lesbian? What? No, the album Paula. Oh. Yeah, I realized that after I said it. I was about to say, excuse me? The lesbian community would be say, very I didn't interested. realize... Paula was released. It's like she was in prison. You know what I mean? Like, like you yeah. did this. It's all your fault, Robin. It is. Robin Thicke's album came out last week. Mm-hmm. It did. Twenty five thousand. Also known as triple paperclip. Twenty five thousand units sold in the U.S. in the first week, which is equivalent, obviously, to a flop. But that is <laughs> nothing like his U.K. sales. Yeah, I. What is the number in the UK? Because I don't know. Five hundred and thirty. <laughs> Bruh. Period. That's not even an auditorium. Full stop. <laughs> Five hundred and thirty copies across the entire United Kingdom. What, are you serious? Like that's, that's really the number. That's the read live. <laughs> no, but really, like. Five hundred and thirty. Goddamn, that's sad. Both of those numbers are tragic, but the UK number is, is somehow sadder, even though their like thresholds are way lower. Like, I think their platinum is only 300,000. But know still, that. yeah, their platinum is not like ours. American standards are high. But 500 
for somebody who just came off of the success of Blurred Lines and all that bullshit he started doing after he left behind that long-haired bicycle rotten thick is just tragic but that should just go to show that you can't use your ex-girlfriend or your ex-wife rather to sell records like people do not want to hear you whining and crying and begging when we saw you fingering some groupie hoe backstage after the VMAs nobody cares I think this is absolutely fantastic I think it's delicious yeah I love it um that's what you get when you let your heart win Hmm. I can't see Paula Patton being like, oh, let me hurry up and go back to this flop. <laughs> no, I feel like if she does go back to this point, it's giving very much like, I feel so bad for you. Like they didn't have to do you like that. <laughs> I think she's really over it. When she saw the video and everything, she was just like, really, motherfucker? She probably called her sister and was like, just buy one. Just buy one. Put it on my credit card. Girl, this just let me know just... what's in the album. Like, do I need to call my lawyer or just... I don't want to see it. But I'm just not listening to that. Throw the CD away after you walk out of Target. I just don't. I know Paula Patton and her baby both are just like, listen, I'm not listening to that bullshit. As they shouldn't. Like I haven't heard a single song. I used to, well, I heard the one that he did the video for. I didn't listen to it. I don't remember what it's called, but the video the is hilarious. Tumblr, yeah, including, I wrote this album for you, I don't care. You should see the video. If uh, I mean, the song... And he looks bloody and bruised, but I just don't care. Like, I mean, the video is ridiculous, but the songs themselves are not bad, like, if you take away the entire context. But knowing about how he treated Paula and all this bullshit and her basically being like, leave me the fuck alone, the album is just, like, creepy. And it feels like an effort to sell records so fuck him yeah like why are you exploiting your wife and your relationship for i don't know i don't see it for, for stats for billboard for mm. relevance people do this and i feel like that's why she left him like when he was long-haired hippie thick you know riding bikes through manhattan and shit she was cool with all that but once you got hollywood and went pop and started doing all this bullshit and miley cyrus and hoes backstage and all this then paula was like i don't have time for this bullshit so Oh, and, well. and I don't blame her. Growing pains. <laughs> so. Oh, I see what you did there. You know? I see it. Another husband that's not doing too well. Ooh. Apollo. <laughs> I was really going to try to guess. Nita. I think it's Nita. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's going to need. It doesn't really to matter. Make sure he won't drop that soap. I think he wants to drop that soap. You know? I think he or he wants somebody to drop that soap. Apollo looks like he paints with all the colors of the wind, if you ask me. Okay. Apollo looks like he is clocked into Crayola in all 64 colors. He's ready. He just, he uses all of them. Watercolor. Just one after the other. Apollo, um, you may know of him if you watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. He's married to Phaedra Parks and was all up and through the news recently for cashing stolen checks and laundering over 2.3 million dollars through phony bank accounts and such which and the like yeah they had a whole setup where they would like claim yeah, unclaimed property like, or some like shit a team did you think nobody would ever notice this and of course the main one that he used to like collect the money snitched as soon as she could yeah <laughs> so, and so did he because um the feds are saying he cooperated with them and told on some other criminals and things and they dropped his sentence down to eight years. Yeah, from it I think 15. It would have been 30. 30? Yeah. Damn, I heard 15. 30 is crazy. Good God. I mean, well, you I mean, do 30 the crime, is, you gotta do the black light skin dance. But time. damn, that's gonna be eight years of birthdays that, is that he misses with his kids. That is two whole terms for Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> like... Damn. Yes, it is. Like, that is a long-ass time to be in jail. 
And he said that the reason he did it was because Phaedra was making so much money being a lawyer and being on no, Real Housewives. Right. No, he did. No, he did he's, not. No, right. he's, well, I'm not saying that's why he did it, but he said that he felt so much pressure from Phaedra being such a big when money maker. When did he say this? I swear to God, a few months ago when the charges first came out, this was like his defense. He felt really inadequate because like Phaedra- Like emasculated? Yes, because Phaedra was making all this money, even though she was always making more money than him. It was like- she Duh. Was, but it was like, now she's famous for making more money than you. And so he felt like he needed to keep up so let's with steal. what she was do- right. So let's just steal That's from a random fantastic people. Alternative. <laughs> I don't know what made him. And they had like a whole lot. It's not like they did it once. They had like a regular thieving ass business going on. So I don't know what made Apollo think that this was like never going to catch up to his ass. But he got eight years. Like, and he's already been in prison for some white collar right. shit. So you would. Think- I was introduced to this nigga because Phaedra got him out. Exactly. So I would think that, you know, after a certain amount of time, you know, in jail (laughs) for this shit, you would say, you know what, let me not fuck up again. But apparently Apollo was just like, I don't give a shit. So here he is now facing eight years in jail, eight years without his kids, Aiden and the other one. And it's just like, it's tragic. It didn't have to be this way. But a lot of the Real Housewives, like the husbands or the relationships or whatever, I was reading some blog posts about it. They... The Real Housewives franchise is not kind to, like, people. Like, a, a lot of these couples get divorced, or the husbands go to jail, or they kill themselves, or somebody oh, dies. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a they go lot bankrupt. of really crazy, like... Like, good goddamn. Teresa and her husband were both... Li- I don't even know how that... Yeah, they're in a lot of trouble with, with the IRS. One of them... one. One of their husbands from one of the uh, franchises, like, I think, commits suicide. Oh, Taylor's husband, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. They're like, and they just be on the show anyway. Yeah, they still be on. Like, oh, my God, my husband, who has been doing all these confessions. Candy's mama high off boom. Just, <laughs> and nobody cares. Just doing Y'all whole just mini series mom. and stuff, like grimacing. Isn't it terrible? Looking like a damn, like a like a toe knuckle. What do you call the knuckle of a toe? I think it's called a toe knuckle. A mama Joyce face. <laughs> and I don't care how Candy feels about it. I don't like her. I'm mama. sure Candy don't give a I shit. I love. Mm, I'm fond of Candy, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy her relationship with Todd. And I just don't understand what the hell her. Who cares? Now, you don't know, but you know I don't watch that shit, but I did actually catch a couple of episodes of Real Housewives of Atlanta while I was on the plane. And I just cannot believe that Todd put up with all that prenup bullshit. Did did you see that shit? Mm -mm. Okay. I didn't watch, like, like, the wedding special. It was a few, yeah, this was a few weeks ago, but Candy's lawyer. he gets nothing. Yeah, she sent over this crazy ass prenuptial agreement that nobody would agree to, but it was like. A week before the wedding. Like, bitch, the prenup should have been signed months ago. Y'all should have been in the office with lawyers months ago getting this shit together. And then they were like, oh, well, my do- my lawyer is saying maybe we shouldn't even get married. Like, bitch, what? Just get married, like, have the ceremony, and then sign the marriage license later. It doesn't have to be some big, crazy deal. You can still have your ceremony. You don't have to lose out on all your deposits. But, you know, they don't like to use good if common Todd sense. If signed um, that prenup where all he basically I think he did. I'm not sure if they redid it or not because, you know, I don't make it a point to watch that shit, but a, I think he signed it. A parachute package. <laughs> like, like, what are you... Twizzlers and a bus ride home. Like, talking about he gets nothing if she dies. Like, nothing. Wait, sp- nothing if she dies? If she dies. Nothing if she I dies. Thought- <laughs> like, what? 
She, he gets nothing. He doesn't get half of whatever money they earned during the marriage. Like, it was something insane. But Todd did not have his facts and figures together. So when Candy questioned him about it, it was just like he looked like a fool. But, you know, reality TV. God only knows what's really real. So if he doesn't get anything, then why the hell is her mama still so damn angry? Well, because, you know, some hoes are just hating assholes and they always going to be hating assholes and they ain't never going to be nothing different. And I feel like Candy's mama is that way. With her leather satchel face ass, I don't like her. Just angry. Just bitter and single. And that's, you know what? But she's not single. Fucking Tiny even said she got a man. Oh, she's like, does she? That's what I heard. Well, then I'm even more perplexed. Bitch, what is the issue? <laughs> I don't get You it. getting dick? You don't want Candy to get some dick? <laughs> Like, what kind of mom are you? She's crazy. Whatever, girl. I know you ain't had to work in a long-ass time, but I don't think Candy is fool enough to just let some man take all her money. So relax. Yeah, I doubt it. But, you know, reality TV, all this shit is fake. So, mm. anyway. So, good luck, um, young lights. Or whatever. Next, we have Chris Brown and Karuch. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown and Karuchi apparently broke up again. And again and again, and it won't stop. Boom, boom, boom. Um, These niggas break up every six weeks. Like, literally (laughs) every month. Like, whatever. Okay, they broke up again. They'll be back together three weeks from now. I don't give a damn. Ain't that the shit? So, um, basically, what from what the internet I asked what happened, and they basically said that Chris unfollowed her. Oh, no. (laughs) Deleted a bunch of pictures from his Instagram and she deleted all the pictures of him from her Instagram and who even notices what pictures are on whose Instagram fans but do you sit there and really like study Chris Brown's Instagram to see if he had nine pictures of Karuchi and now he has two? Like really, when Chris people Brown keep checking and that? Rihanna had got back together, and then I think when they like there was a moment where they had both unfollowed each other, and everyone's like, "Uh, oh, must be traveling paradise." They oh, unfollowed God. each other. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that they're not following? Right? Each other how the fuck do you even know that? I don't. Even, I don't even know how to know. I don't even know how to tell if somebody unfollowed me. Oh, I do, but I don't actually look it up because I don't give a damn. But have you heard of that website? No. It's called Friend or Follow. I think it's friendorfollow.com. And you can basically sign in with your Twitter. And it'll tell you who you follow that doesn't follow you back. Like, it's extremely shady. That is the loneliest shit I've ever heard of. (laughs) But people do it all the time. And they have these apps and stuff that'll be like, nine people unfollowed you. See who they are by clicking unfollowers.yourlonely.us. I've seen, like, like, those automatic tweets. Yeah. Like, at 3 a.m. in the morning. Three people unfollowed me. (laughs) Like, okay, girl, who cares? Oh, unfollowtracker.net <laughs> says that Sep Uho's unfollowed me this week and it's like who I'm sorry I just don't I'd be like the eighth one because I don't even want to see that shit right like, like I just care? don't care who the fuck unfollowed you I don't give a shit about this app anyway Karuchi posted some shit about love and I'll read it okay she posted an Instagram tweetgram gram bullshit gram love what you have before life teaches love what you have before life teaches you to love what you lost bitch i'm not even sure what the fuck that means you know let me read it one more time Marijuana. so i can try to get it love what you have before life teaches okay i get it whatever girl <laughs> um okay Karooch. so yeah there are photos that, here, this is the reason why if and when i ever do have a man 
not posting no goddamn pictures of that nigga <laughs> on my Instagram. A, because mind your none, business. None. None. Mind your business. Mind your business. And B, because if anything happens and I feel like, okay, well, I'm not, I don't want to see these pictures of this nigga on my fucking Instagram or I'm deleting them. Then you're going to have everybody be like, oh, so what's going on with you in the bay? Right. Like, and people get offended when you're like, I'm sorry, like I know we're dating, but I can't put you on my social media. They get like kind of, I don't know if you've run into this yet, no. but they get a little upset and it's just like, it's no shade, boo. Like, I still feel the same way about you, but I can't have the world in my business. I just can't. And I would feel that way if I wasn't doing this show or anything else. Like, I just don't want to put that out there for the world to see None and comment on. Of your exactly. Business. I feel like there's some shit the world in general just does not need to know. So, I'm sorry if your feelings are hurt, but these are the rules for dating me. So, um, Karuchi's manager says that these rumors are false and that they're just rumors. Which, not surprised. First of all, I'm more surprised that Karuchi has a manager. Um, Somebody has to book her for all these clubs now. She's not just going by herself. Somebody. I think Terry said that she was like PacSun the other day signing shirts with her. Was she really? For the 4th of July. Whatever it takes to get your check. I'm not mad because who wants to go back to a 9 to 5? I think that she needs to spend time being single. And not by default. Not because this nigga left you. Not because this nigga is in prison. Be single because you need to be single. And just have some time. Figure yourself out. I ran into her. Well, I didn't like run into her. But the, when I went to the Broccoli City Festival thing in D.C. Oh, in D.C. She was there. And we were walking in. Like, she was standing outside. Cutest little girl. Well, she's not a little girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cute. She's just very small. Like, she's very petite. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. And I'm just like, look at this tiny young beauty <laughs> I wish she could do better it's not that Chris isn't like he's Chris but he's not like you know I'm not saying he's like this terrible guy it's like girl y'all break up literally every All other week fucking time so who's supposed to really care that they broke up yet again like try something else out he broke up with you and then went and did a song with Rihanna about how much he wants to taste her rice cake or whatever the fuck else and you still took him back so I'm and not- then when the nigga went to prison you put all them damn dimes on his commissary or whatever so he could be snacking okay and then when he got out of prison sending him skittles and shit yo ass throwing him surprise parties and shit and he's taking all these did you see them pictures that he taking her and her draws no no you know I didn't where were they on Instagram on, his, on Instagram but of course it made its way all over Twitter and all over oh, yeah. fucking what, do you know his Instagram name or should I google Chris Brown official. Oh, but he probably deleted them, right? Oh, yeah, he deleted all of yeah, them. But I'm sure you could find them on some blog or whatever. Like, she's got a beautiful body, and I don't really care for that zipper tattoo she's got down the back of her leg, but it's her leg. Her business. Either way. I don't care for that, what you call the PF Chang's tattoo. <laughs> again. We, do you remember saying that? No. That big ass dragon tattoo or whatever oh, she has? Oh, yes. It you does like, remind me of PF Chang's. It's no shade. <laughs> um, Bitch, it's all shade. Well, it's like a Chinese symbol tattoo, and he got like a matching one on his back or something. Like, she loves him, yeah, you know. But these these but two people are ridiculous. I would like for her to just have a moment where you know it would slay. This is never going to happen. It's obviously just another crazy scenario going on in my mind. Okay. But if they like broke up, and then somehow Karuchi and Rihanna like. Ended okay, up being friends. like friends and like made out on a yacht and posted it on That Instagram. happened to me. What? Me and. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember this. Oh, we don't okay. have to go there again. Never mind. Wait, no, not making out on a yacht. Not that bad. I know, but oh. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, be extra petty. Oh, that nigga lose his shit. <laughs> right. If he saw the two of them together, like on Instagram or something, he would be 
sick. I feel like Karuji should be a lesbian next. I think that she should be single for like okay. six months to a year. Okay. And then, did you see when she tweeted that she loved Eat Pussy like two years ago and these niggas made it resurface? Did she really? Oh, God. Go ahead then, Karuji. I'm not mad. So. There are plenty of girls out there who there would love to date someone who just for dated all a boy. of us. So, yeah, there are. And I mean us. Every No, 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 honey. For us. Not for you. For me and There are no studs for you. Us. What duo. are you going to do with a stud? Love her. No. But what are you going to do with her physically? Cook. Yeah, but are Clean. you going to hold hands? Are you going to kiss? Are you going to hug? You gonna sleep together? No. Again, these are none of your business. <laughs> but things. this shit is all having to do with a relationship. You're not going to be like with a stud. Uh, you don't know that. I do know that actually. I'm yet praying for a nice, handsome top for you who will be exactly who the Lord sent. But until then, <laughs> you're not going to have studs in the okay. interim. Sorry. Well, your studs hate. are my area. That's fine. Do I try to take the trade? No, I don't. Yes, so, you do. Name one. Name one person. Name one man that I have really tried to get with. This is a conversation for <laughs> not the internet. Okay, that's fine. So let's move on to. <laughs> I'm afraid of what you're gonna say when we stop taping. So the Essence Festival was this past weekend, right? It was. I'm so mad I didn't go. And God I damn, missed I should have went again, and I'm disappointed. I really wanted to see El Varner and Derek Badu. And oh, Prince. I love both of them. Oh God, and Prince. Yes. So oh, yes, yay! Talk about it. So here's what happened. There's a singer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so funny. Like, if you had ears in the '90s, you may have heard of this girl called um, Lil Mo. I think she was also on one of these R&B divas, um, Baltimore or Chicago. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Um, Luma was at Essence Fest, and she claims that she was pushed in the stomach, and she said that she had VIP passes to meander. <laughs> I just love that she used that word. The whole Superdome, and she wanted to go use the restroom, and apparently she was prevented from using the restroom when Prince was coming through the back to go and perform. She said, bitch, what the fuck? I don't want to see him. I have to pee. Mm-hmm. She deleted that post from her Instagram. And she later posted one of these tired ass Kermit memes. Which, by the way. Stop that shit. Jim Henson is so sick of you niggas. Like, sick. Like. He damn near wish he had sick. never created Kermit the Frog for the way you niggas are doing Kermit in these damn Lipton memes. Stop this bullshit. Kermit do not have a deal with no damn tea. It's like one of those memes that's like funny the day that it starts for like two hours. Mm -hmm. And then everybody who's not funny thinks that they should just make one. Yeah. And then, oh, hey, girl, now we have this like pollution of unfunny memes. Like the Daquan. Oh, you know, I saw that briefly and I was just like, this, it really, it really was funny. Like the first three The very first one that I saw was funny. And then it was like, okay, girl. Then they like start making like these Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts dedicated to them. It's like, okay. All right. No, it's not okay. Okay. No more. <laughs> That's enough of you motherfuckers. Lil Mo posted this um, meme of Kermit and it said, but he didn't even hit, he didn't even hit all the damn notes. Nah, still not my business and this tea goes, whatever the fuck. Now, no, please continue. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't even, Go Of ahead. course, the internet dragged her because, excuse you. Bitch is Prince. 
who the fuck do you think you are bitch it's prince prince is a living legend it's not chris brown it's not august alcina it's fucking prince he's my mother stand for prince your urine is just going to have to wait it's fucking prince nobody gives a damn furthermore if you were allegedly pushed in the stomach Say it. and prevented from using the restroom, why are you mad at Prince? What? Did Prince shove you? Be mad at the security guards Come or whoever on. it was that prevented you from going to make water. Be mad at them. <laughs> Be mad at the people at the Superdome. That's country. Be mad at whoever the fuck. <laughs> That's country. Make water is country. Be mad at them. The fuck you mad at Prince exactly. for? He's Prince. Of course you got to get out the way, bitch. Don't nobody know who the fuck you are. Like <laughs> you sitting here to Prince. waiting just like us for another Missy Elliott album to come out so you can sing some ad libs. Okay. Hopefully, like stop it. Don't act like you still relevant. We don't know what you've been doing since. Can you live with this loving me for life? So shut the fuck up. If Prince is coming backstage, so your bird ass can't pee. Then guess what? Your bird ass just can't pee. I know uh-huh. them people at Essence got more than one toilet if you don't want to go out there with the regular people and you want to use the bathroom backstage that's your goddamn business but bitch you're gonna have to wait till prince make his way through here it's prince it's prince who do you think you are it's prince it's prince i don't even have nothing else to say like if bitch, prince walks by me and was like you don't pee for the rest of the day <laughs> it would be like I will try I guess my I very, very, very best not to pee on I myself. I definitely will not pre- pee in your I'm presence. Taking, I'm taking your direction. Mm-hmm. You have commanded me to hold my piss, and that is exactly what the fuck it's I'm going to do. It is Prince. I feel like if you manage to hold your piss until like 12 or 1 a.m., you would be blessed infinitely because Prince told you not to, and you stuck to it. Bitch, who gives a fuck about Lil Mo, Blue Eve having ass? Get your bird ass on somewhere. Nobody gives a goddamn that you couldn't pee because Prince, Prince was coming could through. could push me in my stomach himself, and I would ask him if he would like a biscuit. Like, I, there's just nothing. Exactly. What? It's pr- Anyway. If Prince mushed my kids, I would ask my kids what they did wrong. Exactly. It's Prince! Why are you in Prince's way? Who the hell do you Why think are you, you even are? trying to use the bathroom in his presence? Did you think about that, bitch? Why didn't you use the bathroom before you left? It's goddamn Prince. Like, there's nothing else to even be said. It's fucking Prince. So, the internet dragged him, and Prince got in a couple of jokes on Twitter. I did not, because he deleted a lot of them, so I don't even know what tweets came before this. But one remains, and it's all I need. First of all, I love that Prince, kind of like Rihanna, uses memes of himself. He does. Prince is, and I've said this a long time ago, he he is shade, like mm-hmm. personified. Absolutely. He doesn't even have to open his mouth to shade you. He really so, doesn't. Just his looks, even he, with the natural, it's just like one of them crazy withering ass looks from Prince will have you running home crying to your mama like your feelings are hurt. He posted this photo and the caption said, I hope she know none of her clothes match. And that was all that we needed. Even though, in the grand scheme of reads, that's really not much. The fact that Prince addressed you and said your fucking shit didn't match would be enough for me to go ahead and lay down and go home to see Jesus. What he's saying is, more than my notes, more than your urine, more than anything that has taken place this weekend, what you need, more than your music. Right. You need to recognize that you look a goddamn mess. <laughs> like, I'm not entirely sure what your name is. They didn't tell me all that, but I don't sure. know your face. 
Not sure if you make music or if you were just an essence volunteer. Don't know. But the point is that your clothes did not go together, and I was concerned. I once took a group of children to Toys R Us. I thought I saw you on the shelf. That was a Furby. <laughs> but Bitch, get the fuck. Either way, they matched. You don't. I'm just confused as to why. You're even speaking. I don't understand how children match. And yet you came up here in like plaid and stripes. It just blew my mind. But, you know, as Prince, I don't have time to trifle in such matters. You just have to get the fuck. And that's really all there is to it. <laughs> if Prince says, you nobody's coming backstage while I'm walking backstage. And that's just what the fuck is going to happen. And that's why she deleted them tweets or Instagram posts or whatever the fuck else. Because when it comes to pretty much anybody versus Prince, Prince is going to win. Period. You might as well not even tweet about your beef with Prince because nobody gives a good goddamn. Bitch, that's Prince. Last story. Ooh, not many this week. So, oh, God. Keisha Colesore, um I won't do this. So she posted this Instagram photo, right? Where she's wearing something that looks... A lot like a Philly cheesesteak bag. This is is you, isn't it? Are you in this story? We'll get there. So, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't do anything. I did not do anything. Your ass is on the blogs. No, I'm not. No, you're not. So, still. Kishiko posted this photo, right? And the caption said, and I'm going to read it word for word. On my way to London, this should be exciting. I won't miss the lights on the Eiffel Tower this time. Mad Moms couldn't find DJ's passport, and so is he. Okay. So, what was on the blogs Mm. was Mm. Keisha Cole Mm -hmm. thinks the Eiffel Tower is in London. Because that's what you said. That is what you said. And what have I said for months? Words mean things. They just fucking for well things. over a year, and I'm, it's still true. I'm on my way to London. Can't wait to see the Eiffel Tower, sweetie. So, sweetie, when I first saw this, you cannot even see the I'm Eiffel Tower from London. Being honest, I said there is no way that this grown ass thirty plus year old woman really thinks. I mean. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Now, I've never thought the Keisha Cole was bright, but that's just something that. What? Like, there's some. Okay. So I tried to reason with her. I was like, maybe she meant to say Paris. But then I was like, that doesn't Eiffel make sense. Tower. I was like, if I. If cheaptickets.com sent you a, conf- a confirmation email, Keisha, and it says you have booked your ticket to London, to Paris, there's no way that you're going to say, oh, I'm on my way to London. That's just not a mistake that you make. So then I thought, okay, maybe she's on her way to London from Paris. She's going to stop on the way or she's going to go to Paris from London. Mm-hmm. I thought that too. Or. Maybe she's talking about seeing it from the sky. Either way, this is incorrect, and you sound dumb. Exactly. And you cannot be mad at anybody (laughs) for calling you dumb. Because A, you've already given people plenty of reason to think you're dumb. Mm -hmm. And then, the way this was written? What? So here's where I come in. I love this story. I, I didn't do anything. Bitch, you did something. I tweeted, and I will read it again, word for word. Keisha called Tom she on her way to London to see the Eiffel Tower. And then I posted a very legendary photo of 
of um, Dorothy Zbornak mm-hmm. um, making one of her very legendary faces that does not approve. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Some point or another, Kishko found this, <laughs> retweeted it, and said, that is not what I said, fuck off. So I tweeted her back mm. with a screenshot mm. of her Instagram If page. I had been online when this happened. And I said, did you read what you said? <laughs> because that's really the thing, sis. Let me just give you a crisp refreshment. Do it. Do it. Of what it is that you said. Do it. Now, if you that may not have been what you meant. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different sentence. However, that words is exactly mean what you said. That's it. You said you was on your way to London and you were gonna see the black ass Eiffel Tower. That's it. And you weren't gonna miss the motherfucking lights. Come on. Come on. Now, if that's not what you meant, sweetheart, go to dictionary.reference.com and search for the word context. Come on, come on, come on, cause that's it, bitch. Cause if I was to tweet, I'm on my way to Miami, can't wait to see Lake Okeechobee, bitches would have been like, girl, Lake Okeechobee is not in Miami. Mm. Even if I was gonna see that shit from the plane, on the way, on a bus or whatever, you have to express yourself in a way mm-hmm. that the meaning of what it is that you're saying comes across. Makes sense. It makes sense and it comes across very clearly. Who says I'm going to New York, can't wait to see the Golden Gate Bridge? Nobody but fools. You said you were going to London and you can't wait to see the Eiffel Tower, bitch. How can we label you anything but a goddamn idiot? What you meant and what you said are two totally different things, but bitch, again... I can't stress it enough. Words mean things. People don't know what the fuck you mean. People only know what you say. You can't ask people to understand you when you said something that flies in the face of common goddamn sense. Period. And furthermore, I wasn't the only. I didn't even like. I didn't drag her. You, I didn't you. do anything. All I did was repeat what she said and made the face like, "Girl, exactly what the hell is it that you're talking about?" So I don't understand what you got mad at me for, but it's totally fine. Keisha. Well, it was probably thirty thousand people retweeting you. And ain't none of my goddamn business. Shit, so she she sounded fucking feelings. stupid. And this is a prime exact. This is another motherfucking <laughs> example of why you can't win, you can't break even, and you can't get out the goddamn game, bitch. Say for it. shit, right here because you're dumb and nothing about you gives me intelligent like not even to be real. nothing but i watched your reality shows with frankie and neffy and your adopted parents and all that bullshit and i know you've been through a lot but nothing about you gives me academic and that's fine you don't have to be book smart you really don't there are plenty of people out there who don't understand like if michelle obama would have posted something like that i would have been like um clearly missed and even this i was like this is clearly not what she meant because i think she's dumb but she can't be this dumb but i would have been like like you know you just don't strike me or many other people as bright so what am i you know what i mean like you can't be mad you could call you dumb say what you mean and don't get upset when people like girls just be like that is not what i meant I meant blank. Yes. When I say something stupid, I just clarify. Like, my bad. I know that sounds dumb as fuck. This is what I meant. If people drag you, if people don't, who gives a good goddamn? Like, oh, well, girl. I know I'm not the only person who will be typing something sometime, whether it's a tweet or a caption or whatever the fuck. And I will have, like, a tab open to, like, or jump to google and be like let me make sure that i'm using this word or phrase or whatever exactly the way that i mean to say just so that everything is clear exactly cole did not do that i need y'all to understand that google is free and it is on pretty much everybody's phones it's on everybody's computer and it's 100 percent free you can literally find the answer for 
anything. And it's all on the white man's Google and it's totally free. Now I use, I I have like an issue with double checking everything through Google. All of it. I Google everything. And if you don't know this, you can type in define and a colon and then the word. You don't even have to put in a colon. You could just put in define oh, and then the word. You could put in define transgender, for example. And Google will give you definitions of transgender right there. You don't have to Google dictionary or anything. Put, you just have to right type it right at the in. the very top of Google. If you use Chrome, your entire like address bar is a Google search tool. So you can literally go to the URL space and type in define orange and it will give you definitions. Like Google, I'm sorry, white people make this so easy for us. I don't understand why y'all don't take advantage of this free shit that it they have given us. free as fuck. And it's so useful. It's, it's so, so easy. And it's easy. Just Google it. And yet, and yet you just refuse. <laughs> you just you just refuse to use it. Yes. And then you get mad at others. Like, bitch, did you read what you said? <laughs> did you read what you said? No, they would rather fly in the face of logic and get mad at all their quote unquote haters on the internet instead of actually taking the time to say something that makes some goddamn sense. Why don't you quit Instagramming while you high? Maybe that'll help. Maybe. So, Keisha, girl, go with God. That's all I've got for you, sweetheart. You <laughs> and this sandbag extra channel. <laughs> did you Same. see the fucking this horrible now you know ass I filter? Gosh, she's trash. Anyway, those are the hot topics this week. Fuck each and every last one of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like no because it was like the combination of K Michelle and then Keisha Cole and you know I don't see if any either one of them because of the way they've tried to come for Beyonce so I'm just like ugh bye trash both of y'all any reason to be mad at anybody and I feel like it's just it's another it's it's that mentality of like I've maybe not but I I it gives me like I've been through X and I have you know this happened when K Michelle tried Tay. Oh when yeah. When he had tried to Sante and I dragged the fuck out of her ass mm-hmm. and then them girls from whatever fucking label it was had contacted me and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, she's just been through so much." I said, "I don't give a fuck. We all have stories. We all have been through then. this, that, the third, the fourth, and the fucking fifth. That doesn't mean there are plenty of people who've been through much worse than all of these artists who just oh my, I came from the hood and all I had, you know, growing up was quarter waters and like spam sandwiches <laughs> and whatever the fuck. There are plenty of people who've been through far worse and you would never ever know because they carry themselves with dignity and they respect people and they have common fucking sense and manners so there's no fucking excuse for you to constantly be mad at the world like just because of whatever because your husband cheated on you or whatever the fuck like girl get over yourself like we don't give a shit you know you said you was on the way to london and you was gonna see the eiffel tower (laughs) you sound dumb and even if that's not what the fuck you meant that's what the fuck we got from it and bitches already think you stupid so what the fuck you can't blame us girl clarify you could always choose to not be in the public eye or not be on reality TV or not pursue this pursue this very public image bitches all kind of call centers hiring wherever the fuck you live but no this is where you want to be this is the life you want to live so if you're going to put something stupid out on the internet you got to be prepared for people to say something stupid back to your ass period if you don't like it fucking bitch every Walmart and McDonald's in the goddamn country is hiring go clock in somewhere else and live a regular ass life there it is period you don't have to make this money go get a job so, we're going to take a break. Okay. And pay a bill or two. And we'll be back. So, guys, don't forget, 
As usual, you can go and check out our awesome sponsors at Hulu Plus. If you go to HuluPlus.com slash The Read, you'll get a free extended trial and access to tons of really great content. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your shows on your schedule. And they've got great current season episodes of shows like Family Guy, Modern Family, Revenge, So You Think You Can Dance, The Mindy Project, and much more. They've even got Sailor Moon Crystal, the new reboot of Sailor Moon, (laughs) which, yes... I lived for it. And you can watch Hulu Plus on your computer, your smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, and me, myself. Of course, I watch it on my PlayStation 4 because I'm a PS4 addict. Yes, you can always get access to original programming on Hulu that you can't get anywhere else. Check out the new show, The House, The Hot Wives of Orlando, which is a parody of The Real Housewives. And it's hilarious. It stars Casey Wilson, Kristen Shaw, Angela Kinsey, and all episodes will be available on July 15th. You can also see great shows like The Awesomes, which comes from creators Seth Meyers and Mike Shoemaker. Hulu Plus is normally $7.99 a month, but we are hooking you guys up with a free two-week trial. And again, you can watch through so many different devices. I love my Wii U and my Apple TV. Those are my favorite ways to access Hulu. But do whatever you want. You can see every episode of great shows like Law & Order SVU or The Cosby Show. Everybody hates Chris. Everybody loves Raymond. It goes on and on. So head on over to HuluPlus.com slash the read for that free two-week trial. Again, it's normally $7.99 a month. But we are hooking you guys up with an amazing trial. You can get ad-free access to movies and kids' shows. So if your kids are getting on your nerves and you want to turn something on so they can shut the hell up, go right on ahead to Hulu Plus, honey. They have you ready. <laughs> That's right. Hulu Plus, they're so great to us, and this is an awesome deal. So check them out at HuluPlus.com slash The Read, and let's get back to our show. Back again. Yes, with our lovely letters from you amazing people. Send all your darling questions to AskTheRead at gmail.com. And our first letter this week comes from Bahaye. Bahaye. Bahaya. God damn. I really like randomly, actually, as you were no. speaking, I got a craving for tacos. Okay. And then I thought of Baja tacos. And then I was just like, okay, I really want a taco. But the fact that she phonetically wrote her name and I'm still fucking it up just lets you know how dumb I am. It's Bahaya. And she said, one of my favorite stories that either one of you has shared is about yourselves on the read is when Kid Fury told us about the time he got all his Christmas presents taken away because he used to skip math class. Oh, my God. Which is classic. I that love it. Terrible. Well, you were bad. Yeah. My cousin graduated high school recently and told me that her school is banned from from amusement parks. What? <laughs> because on one particular school trip, some of the kids got drunk, and that behavior resulted in the entire fucking school being banned from the park. That'll do Damn. it. Damn. Mm-hmm. So my question is, if the two of you had kids, what type of behavior would you have zero tolerance for? And what kind of punishments would you inflict on your child? Oh my goodness, we could sit here and talk my about this God. all day. Mm. It's funny because my mother, um, I spoke to her maybe the day before yesterday, because um, my nephew, my nephew, my little cousin is um, is down in in Miami right now visiting, mm-hmm. and um, like he, you know, likes it there and everything. And I'm telling her that they need to just keep him. Because really, they need to like. Well, I guess like, okay, I'm oversharing. The point is, yeah. <laughs> um, there's just certain things, and we've talked about this like last week. I think that some these parents they just let these kids run around and. And act you know wild. how your parents are. They're not gonna let my parents just act were, a fool. That's what I'm saying. Like if I have children, they're going to be raised the way that my parents raised me. 
Mm-hmm. Just by because that's just the way of life. And know I feel like I turned out children. well. So I think that I'm fine. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm. You know, you could do better, but you could do. I way could worse. do a lot worse. Yes, that focus is the on truth. the positive. Um, I don't know. I think that for a child, child, the thing that I really would not tolerate the most is um, is like bad manners. Mm-hmm. Please, thank you. Yeah. I don't want to hear any screaming in my house. Again, I think I've said this before. My mother said, like, after 8 o'clock, the only voices that need to be heard in her house were hers and my father's. Yes. She don't want to hear no children in her house after 8. <laughs> There's no, she should not hear your voice. She shouldn't hear your footsteps. Why are you even talking? And I was just like, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, you are like, you are thugging it out. Like, you know, like, but yeah, as I grew up, I was like, you know what? You are right. You work your ass off all day long. At 8 o'clock, all you want to do is put on your Arsenio yes. or whatever the hell's come on out and just rock out. Not here, no kid. Um, my mama used to send us to bed when Roseanne came on. That was the thing with my parents. It was like, you're not allowed to watch Roseanne. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I heard the phrase white trash. I didn't know what it meant. But my mama was like, you're not watching white trash on the television. You're going to bed. So <laughs> Roseanne called herself what? They called right. No, they knew trash. that show was white trash. And so even though I don't really like that term so much anymore, back in the 90s, it really... It just applied. So, <laughs> but my parents' whole thing was lying. They did not tolerate oh, any. It was well, always, they would always be like, I will hard question. beat your ass. Like, I will beat your ass 50 times worse because you lied to me about it. Like, you may still get in trouble if you tell the truth, but the punishment will be so much worse if you yeah. lied. And I would still do it because I was hard-headed as fuck. Yeah, me too. So there would still be times like that I would just lie to my parents about something when they absolutely already knew the truth. And they would be like, I have no mercy on your black ass because I gave you a chance and you just didn't take it. Have you seen the video of that little girl who I think that she like... I think that she snuck in the kitchen maybe and like took a donut when her mama told her she can have one. Oh, did she? And she got caught. And she told all of these lies. (laughs) Like, she's oh, girl. maybe two or three. And she was just talking about how, like, it was daddy and she didn't do it. Oh, and, and her mother's like, pick up that. Move move that out of the way. What is that? <laughs> That's a donut. So you're telling. Uh, but I saw you eating it. Like, right. So you're like, lying. I looked at and you. she like, it was the cutest thing in the world. But I know that she whooped that girl's ass. And if yeah. she didn't, she definitely got a severe punishment. But it's stuff like that. Like. Definitely can't tolerate lying. I would not tolerate, you know, uh, poor manners. I don't think um, I can tolerate insolence. Like, don't talk back to me. It's mm-hmm. fine if you have questions. Like, I think I'm going to be a lot more lenient than my my dad especially was like, if I tell you something, don't challenge it. Just do what the fuck I tell exactly. you to do. I think I'm going to be more open about that. Like, if you have questions or you don't understand why I'm telling you to do something, <laughs> you can feel free to talk to me about it. But there's a line of respect that yeah. you should not cross. My daddy would be like, <laughs> to this day, he'll probably do it. He would have this fierce, like he had this face that he would make. Mm-hmm. When he would tell us to do something, if we had any kind of, of course, he wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you could like, tell that we were upset oh i know i know oh, no, your no, no, no 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 <laughs> he would come like get right right in our face and be like do you have a problem come with on what i just told you to do okay 
And of course the answer is no. No. That is what I thought. <laughs> so I, I sure don't, like, Daddy. My bad if I looked like I had a problem with what you Why can't said. we get back to that? Why can't we get back there to striking? There are people raising their kids like that. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't. Yeah. And that's what my mom said. My mom was like, you know, it's not just New York. It's just like there are a lot of people all over the place that just have their mm-hmm. kids run wild. And then there are plenty that don't. Yeah. So you just, you know what I mean? But I think there's a good middle ground there. Like my parents were strict with me. I think they were more on the strict side than the lenient side but they weren't like crazy Mm -hmm. especially my mama like my daddy there was no reasoning with his ass what he said goes and that's just the end of it bitch don't argue but with my mama I could always just kind of be like mama like not trying to convince her but just talk to her about my feelings and I kind of want I want to be that way with my kids I want them to feel like they can talk to me about it but don't, don't try me. Yes. Exactly. Don't try me. Right. Exactly. So that's, I think that's those a relationship are the kind of I had with mine. Right. Yeah. Like, girl, Another you know what you thing, can do and what you can't. Stay out of grown folks' business. Oh, my God. That was my dad's big thing. If you see two thing. people speak to two adults. people? Oh, bitch. Speaking to each other. How dare your little you ass. You don't have. You can know exactly what we're talking. I remember one you time. You can know everything. <laughs> and you still need to shut the fuck up. I remember one time. It was like a Tanya Stevens video or something on TV. And my mom and I think my aunt or somebody were talking about it. And I was like, I love Tiny Stevens or whatever. My mom looked at me like, who the hell was talking to you? <laughs> and it wasn't nothing but music. Like, I was just, a, right. I'm still a fan of music. I'm still a fan of Tiny Stevens. But I, she was just looking at me like, um, did anybody have words for you over here? And my Amy was reading like a Pearl Cleage book or Kimberla Lawson Roby or somebody like that. Um, and I was a big reader as a child. My mama taught me to read when I was three and I've been reading ever since. And so I would consistently read books that I had no business reading <laughs> right. all throughout my childhood. And so my Annie would talk like my Annie always had me. She swore up and down that I scratched her head better than anybody else. Now, I'm sure that was just... And she still tells me that. Like, if I go to Houston, my auntie will be like, now, nah, Chris, you know, don't nobody scratch my head like you, and I will still do it because she flatters me like that. <laughs> just like my mama used to be like, don't nobody fix a glass of pop like you do, baby. You add just the right amount of ice and all this shit. Like, I know y'all lying to me, so I'll do this shit, right. but I'll do it anyway. My auntie would sit there and talk to my mama or her sisters or her friends about whatever books they had been reading. And for, I was in, like, the eighth grade. And I frequently had read whatever books they was talking about and I really had an opinion on it but if I spoke up and was like oh girl now my problem with waiting exhale was that I didn't feel like the plot continued the way it should have been in chapter 9 or whatever but it would be like but who the fuck asked your short ass about your opinion on these books who was speaking to you? Get back to scratching my head. Part, no, you, the part is too big, bitch. You know that part is too wide. Go on back and make it shorter. Go on and scratch my head like you know you're supposed to. You know what used to blow me about Ashley and them kids? It's like when somebody would like ring the door or buzz or whatever, like they would go answer it. And it's because like the mom would be like, oh, go for I could never answer the door. My mama and daddy would be like, who in the fuck? <laughs> Is coming to this house to for see you. you. Exactly. I could not answer the door nor answer the phone. Who is calling I could this not house do either one. for you? If somebody comes to the door or calls my phone and they want to check up on you, I will deliver exactly. that message. Exactly. Exactly. Ain't nobody calling this house you. For are you. not paying any of these bills. Like, I love my parents. Exactly. They, were ju- they had the right amount of strict and like fun like that my parents were extremely strict mm-hmm. but at the same time i had a they, good time 
I had a great time. My As daddy bought us like I was actually spoiled rotten, but still mm-hmm. extremely. It was I couldn't get away with half the shit I see kids. I get thought away we with. were so poor. Like looking back, I just can't believe that I felt this way. But I just thought we were like just so destitute and just so terribly off. And I just felt like everybody who didn't have a daddy at home was way better off than I was. <laughs> I was just like, you niggas are so lucky to not have a daddy. All daddies do is yell and whoop you. Like, I was just really ridiculous about it. So when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, thank God for my I parents. I am so thankful for my upbringing. Amen. Like, really. Like, thank God for that. Because then people really set me on the right path. Yeah, this is a question that I could literally talk about forever. Yeah, so. let, let us not go on for all eternity. Let's move on. Our next question comes from Jared, and it says, I'm a gay man originally from a small town in Missouri. And I recently came out to my more country side of the family. Whoop, whoop. I know about country. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you didn't have to agree. No, I meant Oh, shout out to the country. Oh, pop. okay. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, my brother's grandfather on his mom's side died. Okay. I asked when the funeral was because I wanted to go pay my respects and offer support for him and his mom, who I'm very close to. My brother and I have different mothers. When I asked him about the funeral, he told me that it would be best if I didn't go because a lot of the family doesn't approve of my lifestyle and didn't want me there. Mm. It felt like I got hit in the chest. He and I have always been close, and I know he doesn't feel that way, but this still hurts. I didn't want to confront him at the time because he's dealing with a loss, and I didn't feel it was a good time to hash all that out. But now that some, some time has passed... This still bothers me. Should I confront my brother about this or should I just let it go? I'm worried if I keep it in, it will strain our relationship. But if I tell him how I feel, it might also damage it. Well, I don't think that this is one of those things. um, I don't think it would damage your relationship. I guess it depends on how you approach it. Um, If you and your brother are as close as you say, I think that you can express that you know, that hurt your feelings and talk to him about it without it, you know, putting a strain on your relationship. But like you said, if you hold it in and just, you know, like, you're just going to end up, like, resenting it's him. It's going to drive you and, crazy. Yeah, like, I think you should say something and have that conversation. With him, I don't really think that you have much to worry about. Me, personally, <laughs> this is awful. This <laughs> oh, is God, so bad. here we go. But I would have, <laughs> I would have reacted like, okay, girl, like, well, I'll be at the house then. Like... <laughs> Honestly, like me. I mean, bitch, this is your granddaddy, not mine. So, So, I mean, but that's just me personally. Like, oh, well, you know, if they don't see it for me, shit, I don't got to go. Funerals are too sad anyway. You know, but um, I understand that you were coming from a place of, like, compassion and wanting to be there for your brother and... (sighs) Yeah. I think it's very understandable that you're hurt by this because this is your brother this is his mom you wanted to be there for them you like you have respect and love for the family but i feel like your brother told you to stay away from the funeral out of a place of love like not yeah. out of a i think if he didn't really give a shit he would have been like well bring your faggot ass on to the funeral then. <laughs> but i feel like he wanted to spare you from these motherfuckers and the way they act like i feel because after my grandmama died, somebody snitched to my family that I was dating a girl. And so after the funeral, like five of my cousins pulled me into the garage and was like, bitch, we heard you came to the funeral with your fucking girlfriend. That's not what you want to go through yeah. when your grandmother dies or your grandfather, or anybody else. So I think your brother told you that to kind of keep you away because people, when they're mourning, they don't give a fuck about who they hurt. So I think your brother told you that 
to keep you from away from people who would say anything and not give a fuck about your feelings so i think it's cool to talk to your brother about it but also keep in mind that this wasn't coming out of like a place of meanness i don't think so anyway i don't think this was like trying to exclude or anything like that i think he was literally like looking out for you now if the rest of the family is homophobic it's not really nothing you can do about that but the fact that who you are blood related to is not matters most yeah i think that he was trying to like spare you and himself and like the entire engagement of like unnecessary pettiness yeah like it almost feels like maybe he was trying to just protect you from what he knows may have happened because of you know maybe some intolerance in the family or on that side right. of the family but i mean again you won't really know until you have a conversation with them but just judging based off of the letter i don't think that this is something that you have to worry about in terms of like actually talking to him yeah. about it i think you can have that conversation with him and and it'd be fine and who knows maybe he'll you know he might get some people together in your honor i have a couple of people in my family on both sides actually 80s who are like not exactly homosexual friendly like they don't give a damn about saying it's all the homophobic it's just who they are and you're not about to argue about it so who gives a shit so if i i feel like if i'm able to deal with that and i know you know how they are i don't want to subject somebody else to that shit who doesn't know and love right. them already like this it's just sometimes with family you just disagree fundamentally with family mm-hmm. on some shit and that's just how it is especially the older generation they don't necessarily get gay shit they don't get transgender shit they don't get a lot of shit and you can try to explain it to them till the fucking cows come home but it's nothing you can do if your people are fucking bigoted so you just try to keep the people you love away mm-hmm. from it and i think that was what's going on here like i don't think there's anything malicious to be worried about at all yeah but okay. let us know what happens. Yeah, let us know how this goes. Our next question comes from MD. And it says, I am a 22-year-old woman from Virginia, and I work in accounting. I work for a small family-owned company, and they are on a whole other level with this bullshit. Oh, Great. I have really bonded with my immediate supervisor because of all of this craziness. I'm the same age as her daughter, and this is my first job since I graduated college. Over the last year, we've gotten along great, but recently she made a statement that really offended me. She told me that she understands people who are born gay, but just like people who are born predisposed to alcoholism, they should make a better attempt to not behave on these urges. Okay. I replied by saying (laughs) people who are predisposed to alcoholism, try not to be alcoholics because that shit is bad for you. There's nothing wrong or harmful about being gay. Thank you for that very rational response. Her response was, I feel bad for them because I just know that they're going to end up in hell. I had to walk out of her office without responding. If I had been literally anywhere else, I would have let her ass have it and dragged her. But I feel like I can't because she's my boss. How would you guys have handled this situation? And what are your recommendations for how to handle it if something like this comes up again in the future? Well, girl, speaking again for myself, Mm -hmm. and this is... This is not at all a recommendation for you. No. Keep in mind that <laughs> God is not finished with me um, and Diamond Mess. I probably would have handled it, handled it by cussing her out, informing her that she is ignorant, um, and then quitting. But that's... <laughs> I used to quit jobs all the time. Again, I don't like working under people. I'm just so thankful that I work for myself these days and... 
don't have to worry for better worry about that <laughs> my shit. God. I just can't do it. Like I can't because then you gotta worry about shit like this. And furthermore, bitch, why are you even? Why is this? Why why are you talking about this at work? Like why are you saying something so ignorant? Yeah. At your place of business. So I've worked for a very small company that was full of bullshit, and I'm just gonna let you know that the first time I heard the motherfucker say something stupid, I started carrying a recording device to work because what they was not gonna do. <laughs> would say something dumb and then try to fire me or something without me having some way of getting back at their asses. I know, that's right. So if I were you, I would look up the laws in your state about recording, whether you need to have the other person's permission or not. But bitch, whenever you are in the company of this person, make sure that your recording device is turned on. (laughs) Because what you should have done was take this shit directly to HR. Like, there is no excuse. There is no way to rationalize it. There is no reason for being homophobic in the workplace. You want to be homophobic at home that's your goddamn business but when it comes to the office where you don't know who you come into contact with or what their what their background is you need to be very careful that you're not saying something illegal like what this lady said it feels illegal to me now i'm not a lawyer (laughs) but it just feels i get the vibe that this is not some shit she should have said very against the law it feels lawsuity as fuck so if i were you i would start recording the things she says making notes of it but absolutely go to hr i'm Again, a small company. So maybe the person who's saying it is in charge of HR. I literally worked at an agency with five fucking people. And I still kept track of every single thing they sent me, everything they emailed me, everything they said to me. Because I knew them motherfuckers was dirty and they was not about to catch me slipping. So don't let this bitch catch you slipping. Do whatever you have to do to collect evidence, whatever you need to do to protect yourself. But if it makes you uncomfortable and you know it's not okay, then definitely go to HR about it. I feel so bad for them because I just know they're going to end up in hell. Do you? Really, bitch? Do you, girl? Maybe you should be worried about whether you end up in hell. (laughs) Like Whitney Houston said, do you know? Do you, Diane? Are you my God? Do you have a heaven and hell to put me in? Do you? you How do you know my salvation, bitch? How do you know my relationship with the Lord? And what the fuck do you mean that we supposed to just, if if you're born gay, you're just not supposed to act on those urges? What does that even mean? What? What? Would you tell straight people not so to act on their So you believe that God made, you believe that God did make certain people homosexual. You, you believe that you gay believe people that they were, were born, born gay. Yeah, you believe that. And made that way by God, but they are not supposed to experience love or sex right. or infatuation even. Nothing. How cruel You're is supposed your to just God? Live, that is, God would be terrible if that were the case. What God do you serve? I just don't feel like my God is that rude. Like, maybe your God is that evil, but mine just isn't. My God would not make somebody in a certain image and then tell them, oh, but don't act on it. Just pretend you like dick. But a lot of Christians believe that. They do. And I mean, that's fine. You can believe whatever you want to believe, but not in the workplace. You need to shut the fuck up about that homophobic know, shit at right. work. So if that bitch keep on talking crazy, make sure you record her ass, sue her ass, whatever you need to do. But I would highly recommend taking that to HR. You want a documented trail of what has happened. You want to send emails. You want to make sure you are up and up on this shit. You don't want to leave these motherfuckers no room to come at you crazy absolutely document all your steps all right all right you want to do another one or are we done we can do one more okay our last question comes from autumn and she says i'm finally I like going that name me too i like that season too i'm finally going to see beyonce in concert for the first time next tuesday mm, you are going to be blessed beyond measure i've never been able to go to one of her concerts due to school or work conflicts so i've really been trying to obsess about making this experience as flawless as possible i've gone so far as to 
plan everything down to the hour for my next six days. I don't see a problem here. <laughs> I don't either. How do you guys prepare for the Beyonce experience? Is there something special you do before a concert? I would love to hear your tips and plans. <sighs> I mean, I have my entire 48 so, hours before the, the Saturday's concert planned out. So We'll just... We'll just go there. Yeah, um, let's just do it. I'm going on Friday. I'm going Saturday. Um, and you know, forewarning, mm-hmm. um, we will be talking about this. Yes, for quite some time. So if you need to next skip week, next week, some you need to skip some of that shit. That's fine. But we're going to. to talk about it. Um, I like to meditate. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I jokingly told my friend because a friend of mine, we were talking about it. Like, what are you going to do that day? Do you want to go, like, have some drinks or something before? And I was like, I dedicate no, I that don't. entire day to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole day. So, um, I really just, like, um, pick out what I'm going to wear. Um, I listen to a lot of Beyonce music. I watch a lot of Beyonce videos. Mm-hmm. Yes, to um, get into the spirit. So just kind of like, you know, this is the Beyonce day. Mm-hmm. And, um... I don't really answer phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just I don't you know, do a lot with the outside world. I plan my whole day by like the minute, the second. Like mm-hmm. every, like this is what I'm going to be doing at this hour, at that hour. I give myself enough time for, you know, traffic. Um any this is New York City, so mm-hmm. literally anything could happen. You never know. Spider Man, the Avengers could fly out of the fucking sky mm-hmm. and be like you never and know. And I don't have time. And I don't have time for that. I have to go see the Queen. Exactly. So it's really just like a lot of planning out my day, where I'm gonna be and what I'm gonna do and picking out an outfit and listening to a whole bunch of Beyonce music. Yeah. I have my hair, makeup, outfit, everything planned down to the absolute last detail. My regimen starts Thursday at 9 a.m. and it ends <laughs> Saturday afternoon before the show. Like I have literally every hour of my life planned out. But I think what you need to do is stay hydrated. Beyonce will take the moisture out of your body. This is true. And then also, uh, if you're a girl, Autumn, probably. So wear flats. Please don't try yes. to stunt at the Beyonce concert in your six inch heels, bitch. Nobody needs to be wearing heels but Beyonce and them dancers. Yo ass need to be in something comfortable because Beyonce will make you move. Grease and those you're edges. not going to sit down. This is I don't know who the fuck you think you came to see, bitch. It's a party. I'm I'm not ready for on the run. Like I've heard so many great reviews. My coworker I haven't seen anything me either i cannot believe i have managed to avoid Nothing. all spoilers but my co-worker went in philly last weekend and she was like you're going to fucking die like we sat there and <laughs> talked about it at work for like 20 minutes and she was like bitch you're going to die like you're not ready like you're just not shout out to tomorrow you're not ready for this show you're going to fucking die my friend wasn't ready i wasn't ready my i'm edgeless like bitch so just i would say you know get plenty of rest drink lots of fluids you know, study up on your Beyonce and Jay-Z lyrics. But most of all, just go in plenty of time to, for the show. Have fun. Don't stress out about it. But you are going to absolutely be blessed by the queen because she puts on one hell of a show. She does. And it's great. And it's completely worth whatever you spent. If you spent $30 in the nosebleeds, if you spent $3,000 and you at the front line of the pit, whatever you spent, it's worth it. Because them motherfucking people know how to put on a show. So... <laughs> Congratulations been, on your first Beyonce show. I've been in the pit. I've been like up in the like very main level, like not up top, but mm-hmm. like you know, like yeah, up in the 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 second level. Yeah, 
from the pit. I've been either there. way. You're going to get mm-hmm. your life. You're going to get your life. These people, like from lights to <laughs> sound to vignettes, costumes, special effects to hair to wind. It's just God, so, it's so much. And do you know? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Uh-oh. Do you know that like they their rehearsing time is like nothing. Yeah. Like they don't like they be like when you saw I think when she started posting like those pictures of them rehearsing like where she's passing the mic to him mm-hmm. and all that stuff which is like 2 3 weeks before the tour starts like what? They don't give a fuck. Bitch what? So I feel like Beyonce Jay-Z go home, Jay-Z go home and be like, you know what you're going to do? Cool. I know what I'm going to do. So as long as we straight yeah. and everybody got their video clips, then we good. Like, make sure the lights come on. The pyro goes off at the right time. But I feel like the two of them are in sync and they're ready. And I cannot fucking wait for Saturday. So congratulations to you on going to your first Beyonce show. I hope you love it. I've seen her live and shout three out or four times now. This will be my third i think this will be my fourth shout out to all the people who went um over the past couple of days and tweeting us talking about i'm not saying a word <laughs> just know that you are gonna die yes like, there were so many people who were like you're gonna die countless people were I like bitch you're not ready <laughs> until you talk about this yes so, i'm excited good luck at and your it's like i'm going the day after tomorrow i cannot fucking wait like we're so hype so uh again congratulations on going to the beyonce concert we hope you have a great time for the rest of you if you have any questions please send them to ask the read at gmail.com and you may just end up on the show and we will be right back okay so wrapping this shit up and putting a bow on it mm-hmm. we have got presents the read we do so shall i start this week or no do you have like another really like sister soldier <laughs> one? I don't. Um, I don't think I do. So you can go ahead and go first. Okay. So my read is really quick. Um, it's you always say that, who, and then it's just like epic. no, it is. <laughs> um, it's for whoever is over there working in faculty at um, I believe it's called the Unity Center for Urban Technologies. Now. These they usually they recently had a graduation ceremony. Um, this is apparently a school for underprivileged minority students, um, and they didn't have funds apparently for a prom. Okay. So you know it's just you know some kids school ain't got no money they want to do something fun for them right. Their commencement speech was given. By Erica Mena from Love and Hip Hop. I'm going to go ahead and, and go New to bed York. because I, I, I actually can't. The senior vice president of the school, I guess, reached out to Erica Mena's people to invite her to come and give this speech, which she did. Of course, the senior vice president is going to do that of a high school. You 17, 18 year old, you watch whatever this bullshit, bullshit on TV, and that's who you think to invite. Fine. Why did no one on the fac and the faculty on the staff? Why did no one say, "Hey, girl, how about no"? Now, as exactly. far as what I've read, Erica Mena, Erica, f- 
fucking as far as I've read she gave some speech about you know learn from her mistakes on television and chase your dreams and all of this you know hope and we are the world we are the children whatever Bullshit. which fine you know she didn't go up there and talking about you know suck dick from the back or whatever um but at the same time like Erica Me- Erica Mena is literally famous for getting on TV and yelling and fighting and throwing things at Say people. Say it again. Regardless of whether she's saying, oh, learn from my mistakes. That's literally like having Felon Bay go talk to a bunch of kids and say, wow. I killed niggas and beat people up and, you know, learn from that. Happy graduation. Go out and, and take the world. Good Make luck. the world your oyster or whatever the fuck. Like, is that literally the best that you could do? I don't care if these kids asked for her. Or they, they, like, do I you really watch know. Love and Hip Hop? Did no one, did the principal or vice principal, did none of them say, like, do they not know who the fuck this girl is? This is a terrible fucking idea. It's bad enough that these are underprivileged students that didn't even get to go to their own prom. Like, why then would you have this ratchet bitch? And I've met her. Because she was at Sweet Eat mm. this year, and she's a bitch. Is she gay? In person. She was just at Sweet Eat for the fun of it, or? She's invited. She, I'm she going. I'm going girl. next year for real. I really am. And the other girl who I actually, well, it's how so I, I like her. So by Real Stud. Uh, it's about time. Like, yeah. I'm telling you. Like, if you don't want them. Listen, you're not going to take them, but it doesn't matter. Erica Mena, let's get you back to You and Gia need to, Anyway. She was there and she That's was rude. She was nice to like um, a couple of the the party goers, but when it came to like people who were actually on the stage and people who wanted to take pictures and stuff with her, she was stank. And I wasn't fucking surprised because look at you on TV. So this is the person that you're coming to have talk to young. It would have been one thing if it was like a college graduation, because even then, like I feel like if you graduate from college, I kind of feel like maybe you're in a point or like a mental space where you're just kind of like. I know what I'm about and I know what I'm about to do Say and I'm it. not about to be following in the footsteps of this bitch. So I don't even know why y'all brought her here. In fact, give me my money back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like young, impressionable kids like yes. Eric, you, you can even call Yandy. Teenagers? At least Yandy has a job. Even before Love and Hip Hop, Yandy was working at Violator. Like Yandy actually, ha- and I've met Yandy as well, and she's a nice woman. She's she got the one her head- with the cute baby. The one with the cute baby. Okay, and she's been through some shit too. She dealt with a whole bunch, of, you know, these hood boogers, <laughs> niggas in rap and hip hop. Her husband was um. I don't know if they're married, but her man... Mendeecees? Mendeecees was locked up. He recently just <gasps> got out. Amen. Because when I met that little adorable boy, I was Aww. like, you need your daddy. <laughs> so he's out now. Like, you can even ask Yandy. At least Yandy could have given them, you know, like some... some like a cautionary some, tale. Right. right. Mona. If you were going to go the whole love and hip-hop route, you could have at least got... Erica Mena, nigga. It, even Olivia. Olivia went at home. Of course, Olivia wouldn't. Know. Erica Mena does nothing but fight people on TV. That is what she is. That is her claim to fame. You can't say nothing about her music because that's garbage. You can't name one of her goddamn songs. All she has done is fight and scissor and fuck whatever. Uh, broke dollars. That's mm-hmm. all that they. That's all she's done. And you had this woman come to a group of students who didn't even get to go to their prom. This was their prize. And I mean, I saw some of the pictures. First this of all, this was a graduation, right? This was a graduation ceremony girl i 
wish that my child was graduating from any goddamn school and Erica Manor would have brought her ass out there on that Instagram dress and talked to my babies. Bitch, not culinary school, not hair school, not nail school, no No, Mrs. School. Puff's bowling school, bitch. You can't come talk to nobody. No one. What's two plus two, bitch? No one. You don't speak to anybody. Yes. Absolutely. You sh- she didn't even need to, be, need to be addressing them lesbians at fucking uh, Sweet Eat. Because every second she was on that mic, she kept talking about whose pussy is wet. Girl, we don't need we Excuse don't need to be talking me? about... Ooh, shout out to all them girls who got that wet box or whatever the fuck. Like, girl, like, these are gay women, but th- you don't have to be talking about so wet So you pussy. talk like, like a Twitter hoe? Like, that's not how lesbians communicate. A lot of these girls are actually here with their, their partners, and they don't need to be talking about wet vagina. Right. Like, you don't have to do... She's trash. Yeah. Like, she's trash. Like, period, point blank. I appreciate that she at least said, you know... I act a fool on TV and I'm not proud of it, but do blah, blah, blah. So at least you can go out there and say some fuck shit. But seriously, like this is who you brought to come address these underprivileged minority students that couldn't even go to prom. Erica fucking Mena. Well, her appearance fee was probably the lowest, but still, we just don't doubt it it's just not okay to invite like when i graduated from high school they invited a comic um not like stand-up comic but a person who drew comics like in the newspaper the far side uh-huh. do you have you heard of the far side mm-hmm. the that guy dan Peraro, yeah. i think is his name he graduated from my high school and so they invited him to come talk to us i think for graduation or for some inspirational speech or some shit i don't know the fact is that we got to talk to him but those are the kind of people that you invite to a graduation people who have done something can inspire the kids on like a worthwhile path after graduation. What is Erica Mena going to teach you other than how to pick out a weave? Literally nothing. It's not even like she was, you know, on TV and acted a mess and then, you know, like Yanla fixed her life and she cleaned her act up and now she's doing something. Like, does Erica Mena have a non-profit? Does she have any, like, what has she done besides work at Dash and then fight Kimbella and make her way? That's what I heard. She used to work at one of them dashes in Miami or something like that. Good God. (laughs) All Erica Mena know how to do is sell Kim Kardashian water and you want her to come and talk to these damn, to these kids? Like, you can have anybody else come there. Like, some, if, like, I understand, like, if you want, if these are kids that have been through a lot and, you know, have rough backgrounds or whatever and you want someone who can relate there are plenty of people who can come to them who know that kind of life who know that kind of bringing who upbringing who know about that and at least have something that they can show like they can show like listen listen i've been there and i've done things that i'm not proud of but look what i have also done right Exactly. Look! Look how I have maneuvered my way out of that. You don't fuckery. have to be perfect to come talk to the kids at all, but you have to be able to stand up in your shit and acknowledge it. At you do least that. have, you have to something to show, like these kids, like Erica Mena. I just if she wasn't Erica here Mena right now, I would not know who she was. Who, so who was on your world star and shit for for smacking her baby daddy around and shit like? I cannot think of a single thing that Erica Mena has. That's like having fucking like Evelyn Lozada come talk to kids. Oh, girl, get the fuck. Not her bird ass. The hell? 
Eric, Erica, Evelyn Lozada can't talk to me about nothing but starting an Instagram boutique. Not a goddamn thing else. Who the fuck is taking advice from her for anything other than getting pregnant by somebody rich? Who invites these people to, like, to inspire the kids? Why? I'm not out here trying to shame none of these reality TV girls, whatever. I, it's just like, that actually really pissed me off. Because and then they have the nerve sense. to email me, talk about star Erica Mena. <laughs> star, bitch, please. Like, y'all use star way too loosely. You gotta give it a break. You really, you honestly, <laughs> give it a rest. But like, it, it blows. And I understand, again, the kids asked her to come and they were so excited about it or whatever. Yeah, they probably don't know no motherfucking Because better. they don't know anybody. They probably would have loved to have French Montana come over there and talk to them kids or whatever. Like, Kids also think drinking four locos and having sex without condoms are good ideas. Kids are dumb. This is why you don't let them make decisions. <laughs> like, someone in the faculty should have, like, done a background check. <laughs> someone could have easily, again, popped open Google and put in Erica Mena and been like, not a good idea. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that this is what you kids need. Oh, God. Like, oh, who, what? Garbage. Are you fucking kidding? They was just like, oh, well. So I'm not even, I'm not taking... The kids, I'm not going to hold them responsible. I'm sure they enjoyed it or had fun or whatever, even though I'm sure there were a couple of students who were looking around like, are y'all serious? Like, right. Does anybody else see this It bitch? had to be at least two of them who were <laughs> like, like, excuse me? Like, haven't we been through enough? <laughs> like, are we disadvantaged as it is? Why would you bring this bitch? I don't even hold, I'm not even, I don't even think it's Erica's fault. Like, you are giving this. It's a check. It, you know what I mean? Of course you took it. And it's an who opportunity. Who booked you though? It's an opportunity for you to say, oh, look at something nice that I did or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, whoever the fucking staff is over there, whoever it was who approved that shit, like, get your life together or find another job. Because I cannot believe that you would have, like, honestly, any reality TV star come in and give a commencement speech to some kids. But that one? Of all of them. Of all of them? Because there are plenty of reality TV stars who I feel like, you know, it would not be the worst idea in the world to have them talk to your kids. There are some, especially from older reality shows, who have a lot of good sense. Like Melissa from The Real World New Orleans, I don't care. I stand for her ass. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's brilliant and funny and everything else. But Erica Mena on Love and Hip Hop, whatever the show. I mean, it is, but I, I mean, it, but real world was like the beginning of reality TV, and it was more real then than what reality TV is now. Erica Mena, the fuck, Erica. Even if you wanted to, I so y'all just said fuck so these kids. So many other people who are on Love and Hip Hop who could like, oh, that was just like, it was almost like so you're disadvantaged, you ain't get no prom, and you're you're actually graduating, but here's a slap in the face on your way out. <laughs> Erica Manor. Congratulations on graduating, but here goes some bullshit before you go. Have a great life. Do better. That's mine. I'm finished. Love it. I don't, again, I don't know who that person is. Like, if she walked in here right now, I would have no idea who she was. But she's a fake lesbian. Okay. Who, like, she's You a had bird. me a fake lesbian. She's so. a bird. Okay. Like... And it's no shade. It's no offense. It's a literal fact. If you've ever she's watched probably listening her to this. on, I don't give a shit. Okay. I'll like she's a bird. Like, and she knows that she is. Like that's all she does is have her titties out and be fighting people on TV. Like I almost felt some sympathy for her the last time I actually watched um Love and Hip Hop because she was fake. 
you know, in this love triangle or whatever, and it seemed like she was actually like, oh my goodness, I love this girl and blah, 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 whatever. Oh, but hell. like, Erica Mena so literally she really, like, dates started girls that girl. She literally started on Love and Hip Hop. She came out of absolutely nowhere mm-hmm. and fought Kim Bella. It wasn't even really like a fight, it was more just like scratching. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Kim Bella, like, scratched one of her eyes out damn near <laughs> that she called the cops on him and then someone over there was like this bitch is TV that's gold. enough she's that's gonna enough. fight everybody I've heard enough we have to make her a regular on here so she's and the garbage there, on the show she fights everybody she's loving hip hop's Evelyn wow she's loving hip hop's Evelyn and y'all booked her ass and they had her come and talk to high school graduates great are you fucking kidding so when these kids turn out to be fuck ups we can blame Erica Mena fantastic <laughs> My read this week, um, just to let you know, this has some transphobic language in it, in case you're sensitive to that sort of thing, goes out to Joan Rivers, who um, is already a bitch, like I told you before. Well, she'll um, be gone soon. I had no idea that that bitch was 81. It's just a matter of time till Satan calls her home. But this bitch said something about Northwest, and y'all know I don't give a good goddamn about North's mama, but I do stand for North herself. Yes, me So well. when she called Northwest ugly, I automatically had a problem with her. And mm-hmm. Kim, I don't know how you were the bigger person and still posed with that bitch. I actually Jimmy Kimmel or whatever that fuck. a lot of props for that. I do too. Because the fact that she was that civil and managed to take a picture with that bitch after she called your baby ugly is amazing to me. Kardashian bullshit aside. Yeah. You don't come for somebody's baby. Absolutely not. Especially calling, like, the child was like seven months old. And she's gorgeous. And she's gorgeous. What do you mean ugly? Anyway, we're not on that today. So recently, Joan Rivers was approached um, while arriving to an appearance. And the cameraman asked her if she believes we'll ever see a gay president in the White House. Have you heard about this story? No. She said we already have a gay president. His name is Barack Obama. But then she went on to say that our first lady is a quote tranny. That's not my word. That's her word. I'm well aware that that's a slur. So the interviewer said, do you think the United States will see the first gay president or the first female president? And Joan said, we already have with Obama. So let's just calm down. You know, Michelle is a tranny. And the interviewer said, excuse me, what? (laughs) And she said, a transgender. We all know. Oh, gosh, it's okay." Now, I realize you're a quote-unquote comedian, and so... Joan Rivers is not funny. At all. I've never laughed at anything that she says. If anything, she's like a shock comic. Yes. Because she just says things for literally the shock value, because bitch, you're not funny. This reminds me so much of when Katie Couric was talking crazy to Carmen Carrera and uh, poor Laverne Cox, who has had to deal with many transphobic interviewers. Um including Wendy Williams, who was asking some questions that were borderline inappropriate when Laverne appeared on her show. But again, going back to Joan, sweetheart, I know you feel like this is funny and maybe to somebody who was born in the 1930s, it is. But the rest of us don't find any humor in using slurs against gay, lesbian, trans people. We just don't do it. There's nothing funny about calling the first lady a tranny. I feel like... I will admit that I used to use that word before I realized it was a slur. Me too. I thought it was just like... A lot of people don't know. Yeah, I thought it was just like a colloquial use of transgender. I didn't realize that it was offensive until people told me so. So I don't use that word. But bitch, 
I know good and goddamn well if I know that Joan Rivers, whose ass basically is planted in in Los Angeles, Hollywood, all that, you know that this is not a word you're supposed to be using. And you know it's not fucking funny to call the president gay and then call it. Even if the president was gay, if his wife was transgender, how does that make him gay? Like, I don't get. I don't get where your thought process was going here, Joan. But the fact of the matter is there's some shit that we are not going to find funny. And you calling the president gay is whatever. But calling the trans lady a word like tranny is just so goddamn offensive. You said the trans lady. Did I? I I said the trans lady? I think so. (laughs) Honest mistake. I really think I said first lady. But if I said trans lady, forgive me. Good God. To call the first lady a tranny is just like the absolute rudest shit I have ever heard in my fucking life. And I don't understand why all these high profile, high dollar people cannot Google the basics of talking to transgender people before they actually interview them on their shows. Like, okay, Wendy Williams, whatever. She's gossip. She's pop. Who gives a shit? The same thing with... um who is this bitch oh Joan Rivers whatever nobody really takes you seriously like we all understand you're here for entertainment purposes but Katie Couric especially it's just like bitch I know you know better than this yeah that was surprising I know you know better than to use words like this calling people transgender as like nouns instead of adjectives shit like that like you can't just box people into whatever you think makes sense and then be like so do you have a pussy or a dick like, how is that? Wh- how is that a question that you ask? And I really appreciate people like Laverne Cox and Janet Mock who have the patience that I don't have and will sit there and be kind to you and explain things to you rationally and calmly and be like, I'm not discussing my genitals with your ass, even though that should be common goddamn knowledge. You don't ask people about what they have between their legs. You don't ask people where they have whether they have fake titties or not. You don't call people fucking trannies, but you especially don't disrespect them in the way you wouldn't disrespect anybody else. You don't have to understand understand transgender people you don't and i know this is a hard this is hard for a lot of you like i feel like especially in the flyover states where i come from a lot of people are coming around to like gayness where they're kind of like a little bit okay with it but when it comes to transgender people they're just like Mm-mm, god ain't make you like that and so however you was born whatever your mama named you that's what yeah, I'm it's gonna like call a you, completely else. different right it's like ignorance. they just don't really but i mean it happens everywhere i'm not just singling out the southwest or anything else like this is common across the country and even the globe but what y'all need to understand is that if you cannot give somebody the basic human decency that you would give anybody else you have no business talking to them would you ask me about my vagina and its inner workings would you ask kid fury about his (laughs) penis would you ask Halle berry or beyonce or jay-z or anybody the fuck else about the genitals then why are you asking laverne cox or janet mock or any other transgender star why are you bringing up chaz bono just asking laverne cox oh and how do you feel about chaz bono what the fuck do you mean am i supposed to have an opinion (laughs) about fucking chaz bono because he's a transgender man am i supposed to give a fuck like am i supposed to have an opinion about this person because i'm trans too it's like me giving an interview and they're like so how do you feel about chris rock like what do you mean did chris rock do something relevant to my life like is the fact that we're black enough for you to just like connect the two of us i think it's so ridiculous and so instead of focusing on like our differences and being as polarizing as you possibly can i wish these people who are higher up in media would just take the time to look it up because again like we talked about earlier google is full and free and you don't have 
to get it you don't have to understand I, I don't understand being transgender because I'm not transgender I don't understand it I will freely admit that but I will give you the same basic respect that I give anybody else and if you get, tell me your preferred pronoun that's what I'll use and if you tell me the name you go by that's what I'll use because it doesn't matter if I understand it it only matters that I'm a decent fucking person and it doesn't take a lot you don't ask people about their genitals you don't ask people about gender reassignment surgery or whatever the fuck else like there i just feel like it's not hard to look it up and y'all don't have to be assholes you just want to be and i guess you feel like these questions that you're asking maybe they're for the greater good of your ignorant ass audience or for your ignorant ass self but just goddamn google it you don't have to cross the line and offend these people like it's just certain small steps you can take to make sure you're not an asshole while interviewing gay lesbian transgender people it doesn't have to be hard also with with transgender people i think like you said it's just it's almost like a whole nother level of of ignorance and intolerance from people because people really don't is. understand that like maybe just being homosexual bisexual or curious or whatever that's mm-hmm. a little easier for your brain to digest but when you're talking about like oh i was born you know male but i've always identified as female or vice versa or what have you mm-hmm. it's like people are just like oh girl what i don't get it but instead of going off of your own assumptions and your own ignorance look it up i don't understand i don't get it i don't understand a lot of it myself so i looked it up mm-hmm. i hopped on wikipedia i've read lots of of articles about it and it's actually fascinating mm-hmm. like if you like you go to wikipedia right now just put in the word transgender and like read that whole page i can get it's, stuck on wikipedia for hours it is fascinating you know what i mean and it it when I read about it, on Wikipedia especially, I was like, this just goes to show, again, that we as human beings don't know shit. We don't know anything. We really don't. You don't. And you can't sit up here and tell somebody who they are or what they think or how they were born or whatever, bitch, because you don't know. And to say that you do or to assume that you do means that you just understand the whole human brain and like where the world came from in the universe and you've just got all the answers. But you don't. So shut up. And furthermore, fucking Joan Rivers... Be- her face look like a love seat so I don't even have anything for you it'll be a few more years before we don't have to worry about that bitch anymore right I can't wait till like, your ass shrivel up and go the fuck on somewhere bitch you don't have and again you don't have to understand it like but that's transgender not even, people are not asking for your understanding they're asking for the same compassion you give anybody else the same respect you give anybody else I don't ask people to understand me as a person but I do ask that you treat me the way you would treat any other regular person on the street if you don't treat regular ass strangers with respect then we have no business speaking and clearly John Rivers is one of these motherfuckers so fuck you John Rivers officially and forever or you know for the next two to three years until y'all ass expires I personally can't wait till we're done with your ass because it seems like in your old age you have gotten somehow more ornery and like more stupid than what you were before i thought that growing up was supposed to be about maturing and being smarter and being more compassionate but clearly you pulled a benjamin button on our asses and you decided to regress (laughs) progressively i just want you motherfuckers to do better and shout out to laverne cox i keep saying these names 
Laverne Cox, Jenna Mox, Carmen Carrera, and all the other transgender ladies and gentlemen who are out here actually trying to get people like I, I educate people I really tip my hat to y'all because who don't have the patience for walking people through this very basic bullshit that is on google.com for any idiot motherfucker to look up is me so I really tip my hat to you ladies and gentlemen who are able to sit here and guide these dumbass motherfuckers through this basic ass bullshit because I just could not do it because honey child the first time you asked me about what was in between my legs i would be like and bitch what's in between yours let's discuss it let's <laughs> like, talk about your dick cheese <laughs> like i don't i don't whatever it is let's go ahead and talk you about your piss secretions what do you even mean like why is this even a question fuck y'all and and above all else don't use the goddamn word tranny just don't just don't do it just don't shit just do don't. you call oh never mind i was about to give a whole list of like ex- offensive terms for a bunch of different groups of people but you already know where i'm going with this if you don't call other people by their known slurs then don't call transgender people by a known slur and yeah. now you don't have any excuse you know that that word is a slur don't use it yeah okay and i'm done so there's that and this is the read that's the read um this is the read.com yes for the every episode and you can check us out on facebook twitter tumblr and instagram at this is the read let's see you can Anything follow else going us on? on twitter at kid fury and crystals mm-hmm, fury has one r in it <laughs> i just have to constantly remind people we get a lot of letters to kid fury so it's crazy mm-hmm. um oh they demolish your name too oh well you know the spelling of it all of a sudden crystal has an h or a k but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> where did the h come from? i don't know i mean i guess chris whatever mm. um and i guess is that it do you have any parting no words? i'm good do you have an acronym this week oh we're going to see beyonce obviously but we've already talked about that so any acronym this week or are we done oh yeah someone oh god i can't remember her name but someone on twitter inspired the acronym um PBG, which is Purple Bag Gang, the Purple Bag of Doritos. Oh, yes! <laughs> They're so good. They're just good. Bitch, they are delectable. They came out of nowhere and slayed the game. They really did. Like I like them better than the regulars. I do, too. And the Cool Ranches. I like the I purples above all. I do, too. They just came from clean out of nowhere and just changed my life. Shout out to the people at Frito-Lay for making something so delicious. And that's it for me. Out. Yeah, so... I think I did well on Things Considered this week. Yes. Thanks for coming to the studio, even though you were sick. You know, what can you do? And I guess we will see you guys next week. To talk about Beyonce. Can't wait. And (laughs) Jay-Z as well. (laughs) Bye. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. 
I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kip here and Crystal sent you. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.